0: In Scots law, this term describes the careful consideration given by the judge before an important decision. Join me each week as we explore various topics from a spiritual perspective and take matters, Avizandum. On Sunday mornings during the summer months, I'm preaching on the book of Jeremiah. Is one of the longest books in the Bible, and I don't intend to give a verse-by-verse exposition. That would take several years. But I've come to love this book written by Jeremiah. I find it challenging personally, and there's been a remarkable response from the congregation at Calvary Church where I serve as senior pastor. The power of the Word of God to challenge, to convict, to inspire, and to admonish continually surprises me. Now, the book of Jeremiah is an ancient book of literature describing events over 2,500 years ago, but resonating with people living in the United States in 2023. The parallels between ancient Israel and modern United States are striking. In talking of the sin of Israel, for example, Jeremiah writes, were they ashamed when they committed abomination? No. No they were not at all ashamed. They did not know how to blush. Doesn't that describe the United States today? Not only committing sins, but taking pride in them, losing our ability to blush. Yet, in the darkness of ancient Israel and in the present darkness of our nation, God's faithfulness as love, compassion, forgiveness, and restoration shine. Jeremiah is a graphic proclaimer of God's truth and an example to those who communicate the word of God. Here are some of the illustrations he uses. The almond branch, a boiling pot, a fountain of living water, a broken cistern, a wild donkey sniffing in the wind, a linen loin cloth, sin written with a pen of iron and with a point of diamond, a parched and lonely shrub in the desert, a potter in clay, one basket of ripe figs and another basket with very bad figs. There is also the vivid imagery of racing with men on foot and being wearied and then trying to compete with horses. One of the matters which is very convicting was from a message I preached on making scarecrows idols. In showing the folly and the utter stupidity of idolatry, Jeremiah mocks, Israel's idolatry, and likens it to a scarecrow. They cut down a tree, decorate it with silver and gold, put clothes on it. He writes, their idols are like scarecrows in a cucumber field, and they cannot speak. They have to be carried, for they cannot walk. How could they leave the great God, the true God, the living God, the everlasting King, and pursue such idols which are false, worthless, a work, of delusion. Look at the scarecrow in the cucumber field. That's like your idols Jeremiah is saying. It's a pathetic structure. A few pieces of wood nailed together by you. It can't move. It can't talk. It can't think. This is the height of stupidity. But isn't this what we do? We turn from the living and the true God, the fountain of living water, and pursue our own foolish idols of pleasure success, riches, sport, family, personal happiness, personal fitness, and so on. At the end of the first epistle of John, he writes, little children, keep yourself from idols. So, this ancient book of Jeremiah is very relevant. Perhaps it's time for all of us to demolish our scarecrows in the cucumber field and drink afresh from the fountain of living waters. Have a Zendor.
1: You're listening to the weekly Avizandum podcast from The Verdict, featuring Pastor John Monroe. John is senior pastor at Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Listen to John's daily program, The Verdict, on broadcast radio or major podcast platforms. For more information about The Verdict ministry, visit us online at calvarychurch.com slash The Verdict.